Perhaps no other symbol or drawing has caused so much controversy and misunderstanding as the mysterious, goat-headed, half-human hybrid known as Baphomet. Laboring away in his studies in the suburbs of Paris, Alephus Levi published his famous book on the occult sciences in 1854 called Dogma and Ritual of High Magic. In the book, Levi revealed the secrets of a mysterious figure called Baphomet. Some people believe that Baphomet is an image of Satan or the devil, while others claim that it's simply a symbol of man's animal and spiritual nature in which it contains the secret to enlightenment. But what did Elephas Levi truly mean when he created this mysterious figure? In modern times, the image of Baphomet is one of the most famous esoteric images. It is used by several occult organizations, but very little is known about its true context and its meaning remains largely obscure. Much of the confusion about its meaning can be related to the various interpretations and even propaganda published over the last two centuries by authors and esotericists. Elephas Levi was a French occultist and an author. He was born under the legal name of Alphonse Louis Constant in Paris, France, on October 28, 1810. As a young man, he studied law at the Sorbonne University and served as an officer in the French army during the 1830s. Levi was exposed to Freemasonry during this time and later became a Freemason himself. He also became interested in spiritualism, joining the Society of Physical Research in London, England in 1875. Because of his associations and writings, he was eventually in prison for several months. After his release, he then devoted himself to magical and mystical studies, which culminated in the publication of his magnus opus, Dogma and Ritual of High Magic. To understand the original meaning of Baphomet, one has to examine this book. You will find that he explains in detail the true meaning of various dark esoteric enigmas such as black magic and what he thinks of the devil and Satan in order to educate people about its dangers. But Levi's main focus in the book was by conveying what he called the tradition of the true religion, which he believed would be the final synthesis of religion, science, and politics. The merging together of these various philosophies that have been opposing forces in society for many centuries up until the modern times. As it relates to Baphomet, there are also inherent within humankind what he called spiritualistic magnetism and mastering the balance of opposing forces. That said, Baphomet was the symbolization of the equilibrium of energies within and outside the human body and mind. One center of these opposing magnetizing forces comes from what Levi calls the soul of the earth, which could be equated with what religionists tell us literally is the devil. The other force is a higher force associated with what he calls the astral light. Man or woman only becomes masters of themselves and their environment when they can properly harness and balance these energies. In other words, by being able to balance these forces, they become adepts in communion with the true creator or God. I'd like to thank you for listening to the Gnostic Warrior podcast. I'm your host, Mo, and I wanted to let you know that there's two ways that you could support me and this great work. Number one is Patreon. 
I have three different level memberships for as little as $5. You can join the Temple of Gnosis and the Gnostic Warrior community. Go to patreon.com slash mo, M-O-E, Bedard, B-E-D-A-R-D, and join the special community. The second way that you could support me is if you need any type of digital marketing for yourself or for your business, whether that be website design or search engine optimization, SEO, content writing, so forth, I wanted to let you know that I've been doing it for 12 years. So if you're looking to get work done, you like the work that I do, please drop me an email at moeseo at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and take care. I will go more in depth of Levi's teachings of magnetism, but first, it is important that I address the accusations made against Levi for being a Satanist and the figure of Baphomet representing Satan or the devil. Levi makes it clear in his book how he feels about the ideas of Satan, the devil, and Lucifer. He regarded the belief in Satan as nothing but superstition. To Levi, this notion of Satan was not representative of dark forces or Baphomet, but human error, i.e. sin and perversities. He wrote, Satan, as a superior personality and as a force, does not exist. Satan is the personification of all errors, all perversities, and consequently, also all weaknesses. In Levi's opinion, the devil was nothing but the malicious intentions of black magicians and their misled followers. Levi explains, The devil, in black magic, is the great magical agent employed for evil by a perverted will. To Eliphas Levi, the practice of magic, either white or black, depends on the ability of the adept to control the universal life force, that which again he calls the great magical agent or astralite. Philosopher and Masonic historian, 33rd degree Freemason, Manly P. Hall wrote in his book, Dionysian Mysteries and Masonry, that the image of Baphomet is not a Christian devil, but a symbol of the ancient alchemists representing nature and nature's God being a combination and balance of the forces, light and darkness. Hall wrote, The goat of Mendes, or Baphomet, whom the Templars were accused of worshipping, is a goat-headed deity, being formed of both male and female principles, with the caduceus of Mercury in place of its phallus. One arm points up and one down, with the Latin solve et coagula written on them, meaning flow and ebb. This is not the image of the Christian devil, but a symbol of the ancient alchemists representing nature and nature's god being a combination of balance of male and female forces, light and darkness, moisture and dryness. Hall concludes, The very principle of Hermes Trismegistus, as above, so below, is what is symbolized by Baphomet. The meaning of Baphomet is baptism or initiation into wisdom. The name Baphomet is derived from the Greek Bapha, I dip, immersion, and metes, wisdom, skill, or craft. In the book, The Mysteries of Magic, a digest of the writings of Eliphas Levi and Arthur Edward Waite, it explains the reason why this name was chosen. The Baphomets of the Templar, whose names would be spelt Kabbalistically backwards, is composed of three abbreviations, Tem, Of, Ab, Temple, Omnian, Homnian, Pads, Abbas, the father of the temple, universal peace of men. According to some, it was a monstrous head. According to others, a goat-shaped demon. 
A sculptured casket unearthed in the ruins of an ancient commandery of the Templars was observed by antiquaries to be a Baphometic figure, comfortable in its attributes to our goat of Mendes and the androgyne of Kunrath. It is bearded, but with the entire body of a woman. In one hand it holds the sun, and the other the moon, joins it by two chains. The viral head is a beautiful allegory which attributes to the thought alone the first and creative cause. The head there represents the mind and the female body matter. The star is bond to the human form and directed by the nature of which intelligence is the head have also a sublime significance. The terrible Baphomet is, in fact, like all monstrous enigmas of ancient science, nothing more than an innocent and even pious hieroglyph. Let us declare emphatically to combat the remnants of Manichaeism that Satan, as a superior personality and power, has no existence. In the book, Dogma and Ritual of High Magic, Levi also clarifies that Lucifer is not Satan. He associates the fallen angel of the Bible with the concept of the astrolite as it relates to his theory on magnetism. He explains that Lucifer and Satan came to symbolize the two opposing tendencies in human nature which did not exist as independent forces but as positive or negative instrumentations of the astrolite. Lucifer was depicted as the force of liberty and progress, while Satan stood for perversion and anarchy. This is the main reason why it is mistaken to identify the Baphomet with the inverted pentagram described in Rishuel. Levi also addresses Baphomet and its association with the Knights Templar, who he maintained were Gnostics. He said, Thus, the Templars became torchbearers, of the secret traditions of true Christianity, the champions of humanity. In the classics of the Kabbalah, he claims that the true meaning of the temple was a social utopia and a symbol for perfect government based on egalitarian hierarchy of intelligence and merit. Levi clearly states who the enemies are of this revolutionary gnosis of enlightenment. He believed that it would bring about an age of reason and the second coming of Christ. Levi wrote, the so-called orthodox sectarians who obstinately deny progress and claim authorities that they do not understand. The ecclesiastical hierarchy is only temporary and must end when the time of the virility of humanity has come, the age of force and reason, which will bring the second coming of Christ, the explanation of all symbolic figures, and the erection of the temple. This is when Levi says that the universal religion will be finally realized. Levi wrote, But this purified religion will not be inverted. It exists and has always existed in humanity, but it had to be concealed by the sages because the vulgar had been incapable of comprehending it. It is the tradition of all the great sanctuaries of antiquity. It is the philosophy of nature. It is the God living in humanity and the world. It is being demonstrated by being. It is reason proven by harmony. It is the analogy of the contraries. It is faith based on science and science elevated by faith. Author, lawyer, and 33rd degree Scottish Rite Freemason, Albert Pike quoted Alephus Levi extensively in his own Masonic Magnus Opus, Morals and Dogma. On the subject of Baphomet, Pike wrote, Hieroglyphically, to express this law of prudence, they gave their mercury personified in Egypt as Hermanibus, a dog head, and their sulfur represented by the Baphomet of the temple, that goat's head which brought into such disrepute the occult medieval associations. 
Pike says, the Gnostics held that it composed the igneous body of the Holy Spirit, and it was adored in the secret rites of the Sabbath or the temple under the hieroglyphic figure of Baphomet or the hermaphroditic goat of Mendez. If one is to truly study Levi's writings and not the opinions of others, one will understand that his intentions were to teach this ancient mystery tradition and clarify various magical teachings. One of the most important in what he describes as the great work is the eternal law of the opposing forces of nature in which the initiate is to strive to find an equilibrium between the two. Levi wrote, This force was known to the ancients. It consists of a universal agent whose supreme law is equilibrium and whose direction is concerned immediately with the great arcanum of transcendental magic. This agent, which barely manifests itself under the trial and error of the disciples of Mesmer, is exactly what the adepts of the Middle Ages called the first matter of the great work. Levi says, The Gnostics represented it as the fiery body of the Holy Spirit, and it was the object of adoration in the secret rites of the Sabbath or the temple under the hieroglyphic figure of Baphomet or the androgynous goat of Mendez. As you could see, what I quoted from Pike just a little bit earlier and what I just quoted from Levi, Pike had actually copied almost verbatim what Levi had said. But it's important that you understand that Alephius Levi believed that the doctrines of the church have been both corrupted and lost. In the preface of his book, he explains the iconography of the various aspects of symbology that can be found in the figure of Baphomet. Levi wrote, The goat on the front piece carries the sign of the pentagram on the forehead, with one point at the top, a symbol of light, his two hands forming the sign of Hermeticism, and one pointing up to the white moon of Chesed, the other pointing down to the black one of Jebrua. This sign expresses the perfect harmony of mercy with justice. His one arm is female, the other male, like the ones of the androgene of Kunarath, the attributes of which we had to unite with those of our goat because he is one and the same symbol. The flame of intelligence shining between his horns is the magic light of the universal balance. The image of the soul elevated above matter as the flame, whilst being tied to matter, shines above it. The ugly beast's head expresses the horror of the sinner, whose materially acting solely responsible part has to bear the punishment exclusively. Because the soul is insensitive according to its nature and can only suffer when it materializes. Levi continues, The rod standing instead of genitals symbolizes eternal life, the body covered with the scales, the water, the semicircle above it, the atmosphere, the feathers following above, the volatile. Humanity is represented by the two beasts and the androgyne arms of the sphinx of the occult sciences. As I have explained, and from Alephius Levi's own writings, you can clearly see that his intentions were not to represent Baphomet with the devil or Satanism. It was simply a drawing representing human nature, balance, and equilibrium of the astral light. He believed that it was the manipulation of this fluidic essence that the phenomena of transcendental magic were produced, which were the secrets of magnetism. This was the supreme arcanum of human existence to Levi. To master it was to become a co-creator with God. For Alephius Levi, Baphomet is the iconic representation of the true religion, which were the revolutionary doctrines of Gnosis going back to the Gnostics, a time where he believed there was a battle between the true and false religion in which the false doctrines had usurped the true doctrines of the Gnostics. 
Levi wrote in the Kabbalistic Origins of Christianity that the Kabbalah was the core doctrine of real Christianity, which contained the true teachings of the universal tradition that opposed the corrupted doctrine of the established churches. During the time of St. Paul, there was a schism among the Gnostics between the traditional religion and the new initiated religion by St. Paul's burning of the books of Hermes and Pythagoras. For Levi, this was needed in order to forge a new synthesis, quote, in the name of the original and traditional dogma against the despotic and ignorant interpretations of the degenerated priesthood, end quote. By doing so, Paul walked in the steps of the pacifistic revolutionary Jesus Christ, who he believed to be the successor to Osiris, Orpheus, and Moses, and all the great men of enlightenment. This traditional religion and honoring the chain of wise initiates was broken when the philosophical battle took place between Paul and John. Levi sided with the teachings of St. John, who he said was initiated by Jesus and wrote his apocalypse in the hieroglyphic language handed down to him, a meaning which was lost by the official Roman church, Levi said. This paved the way for Catholic absolutism, which the followers of the church being misled to attack the Gnostics. Quote, from the burning of books, they came to the burning of their authors, end quote. Meanwhile, Levi said that true Christianity, the original gnosis of the ancients, was preserved by various secret sects, such as the Templars and the Freemasons. He believed that the ultimate goal of preserving these teachings was for the realization of the divine ideal in humanity. For Levi, he was a warrior for God whose sole task was to bring light to the only true tradition with the ultimate goal of establishing a perfect social order ruled by the wise. I'd like to thank you for listening to the Gnostic Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Mo, and I wanted to let you know that there's two ways that you could support me and this great work. Number one is Patreon. I have three different level memberships for as little as $5. You can join the Temple of Gnosis and the Gnostic Warrior community. Go to patreon.com slash Mo, M-O-E, Bedard, B-E-D-A-R-D, and join the special community. The second way that you could support me is if you need any type of digital marketing for yourself or for your business, whether that be website design or search engine optimization, SEO, content writing, so forth, I wanted to let you know that I've been doing it for 12 years. So if you're looking to get work done, you like the work that I do, please drop me an email at moeseo at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and take care.